When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome. It is the Vol Report with Cooper Mays, and we're going to dive right into it. Hit that like and subscribe button if you're a fan of Cooper, a fan of Tennessee, or a fan of city heating and air conditioning. They bring you the Vol Report with Cooper Mays. So, uh, Coop, <clears throat> lifting a lot. That's what the offseason's all about. And this time of year, just discuss what you put into football this time of year for those that may not know. Um, the, the biggest thing for me is I'm older in my career, so I don't have as much class. So that allows like, and opens a lot of doors to train more. But, um, I mean, like the normal day for a, an athlete right now or a football player would be, you know, you're waking up, you have mandatory breakfast and then, you know, finding different times throughout to get extra work on the field and meetings and, you got you're obviously you got your mandatory lifts about every day, you know. So that that it's it's pretty long days, and then you're probably rehabbing some stuff from the season before if you play a lot. So there's 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 a lot of levels to it, a lot of stuff that's got to get done, and then you add on class on top of that for most people. What's your favorite lift when it's on the schedule? What do you see and you say like, oh, cool, it's it's, it's that day. I like anything that's a pull, like a like a uh, anything back related back and core yeah that's funny i do too but I, I i guess our weights are a little bit different you never know man <laughs> don't 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 sell yourself short that's what i would say yeah I, I like to go in for a full backyotomy you know just go ahead and get the lats and and all those back there uh but i i have a feeling you got me beat um nevertheless uh as as far as knowing your body um, how much does it change over time? Because through high school, you're still growing, but you've kind of sort of been a professional athlete in some or a, reg- a regimented athlete for now since you showed up at Tennessee. How much more do you know your body and how much you can push yourself as opposed to your freshman year? Uh, definitely, definitely different levels for it. You definitely feel a lot different when you know you're 20. 223 as compared to when you were 18. I always tell people when I was in high school, I used to be able to just run out there eating breakfast, no tape on me, nothing. And I'd have a a good day, but not anymore. 
it's uh you definitely have to prepare your body the right way. Yeah, it's gonna get a lot worse for you. He's good yeah. for Mays. I'm Dave Hooker. The ball report brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning. Integrity matters, absolutely does. City Heating and Air Conditioning, cityheatandair.com. Coop, um, one of the guys that we've talked about that shines most during these workout periods is Elijah Simmons. And I recall you telling me that he squat. What did he do again? What was the lift again that he did 405 over 40 times? Yeah, he was a squat, back squat. That's a lot of weight a lot of times. Yeah, he has me beat. I don't know about you, but he's got me. Yeah. Uh, but so is he, where does he rank as the most freakishly strong guys you've been around? He, he's definitely up there. There's, there's, there's no doubt that Big E is probably one of the more strong people I've been around. He's also just built very well for lifting weights. You know, he could, we always talk about he could be a, like a strong man or a, a whatever they call him. I think that's a strong man or whatever, but. He, he thinks – I think that he could do that. You know, I've been around a lot of big guys, and, and nobody really moves weight as well as him. But there's there's a few other people that are that are crazy strong that I've been around too. You know, we've talked about Elijah before, and I think a lot of people, when, when they hear that he is that physically gifted from a strength perspective, especially where he plays at defense tackle, they wonder why, why has he not been more productive? How much have injuries been a part? Um, I mean, it, it 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 slows everybody down. Uh, some more than others. Obviously, I don't have the best of luck with it sometimes. But you know, we all we all battle some stuff for sure. Absolutely. What do you think of um, his potential this fall? No, oh, through the roof. Like like I said, he's he's a specimen. So if he if he puts together the right the right tape and everything, there's there's no telling what his opportunities will be. Is he kind of the player? I remember you told me about Darnell Wright. Is he kind of the player that you might point to as far as the guy that could take that next big step? I'm not going to say he's going to be a first rounder, but he plays a position that's pretty coveted. No, no doubt. He, he's how athletic he is, and how big he is, and how he can, you know, translate power. It's 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 pretty rare. So, yeah, like I said, his his potential is through the roof when you go ones on ones what makes him so difficult to block aside from the strength well i mean it all plays into one-on-ones are hard to win anyway for the o-linemen because you know d-linemen get their i mean they're they're standing there one-on-ones you're standing there for a while and then you go so you're you're 100 juiced up 100 breath you're not tired at all so you get the D lineman's best rush, and there's no combinations at all. So, well, and, it's hard. And to clarify, I meant ones. Just when you're going first team against first. Oh. Team. Okay, reset. Okay, reset it again. Then. Okay, <laughs> what what makes him, what makes him difficult to block when it's ones first teams for oh. first, first team? Just, just. I mean, you said aside from a strength, but I mean that's, I mean that's that's one that's hard thing to ignore. I mean. He, he's he's extremely athletic. So when you combine how strong he is and how athletic he is, the power is and force created is crazy. So when he's when he's has a full gas tank and he's he's breathing good, there's there's not much you can do about it. 
Would you be surprised if he was a first round pick? Man, like I said, there's you never know. Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, another guy that you had mentioned um, as as we were discussing was uh, Dylan Sampson. You've always been high on that young man, but the first thing that uh, we discussed when, when we're talking about him is his leadership. What are your thoughts on his uh, leadership to, to this point in the offseason? Really, really good. So anytime you get older, you just naturally get a little bit more confidence. And, and he's been here a couple more years, so he feels really comfortable here. And and I think it's helped him flourish a little bit. He, he talks really well. And anybody that's ever been around him or, or talked to him knows that he's a really good kid. And he, he stands on what he talks about. So anybody like that has a chance to be a really good leader. Pretty pretty shifty too. You pointed out that out last year. Is is he big enough and ready enough to be the featured back in 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 your system? The the down in down out back. Yeah, I think so. I mean, if you look at um, the Kentucky game, I think it was. I mean, he carried a tremendous amount of that load. So I wouldn't see why it would be any different than that. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, is are we going to hand it to Dylan 45 times in a game? Like that's not, that's not what we do around here. So we've always got a, a good amount of backs that can, that can all play to a similar level. So we like to, we like to spread the love a little bit. Yeah. He, um, he definitely, uh, I, I think does a lot is, is an incredible runner. It surprised me because I'd compared him to Alvin Kamara a little bit. Uh, I'm sure you remember him. And then I looked up their weights, and they were about 25 pounds difference, which which can affect you in, in, in pass protection. How do you think he's done in pass protection kind of to this point? I know a lot of people have wondered about that. I, I think he's done really well. Um, he's a guy that really – the biggest thing with Dylan is, is he's extremely smart, and he understands where we're going with the protections. So that alleviates a lot of the burden already. And he's definitely not a guy that's scared to do anything. So – Anytime you got a guy that knows where they're going and a guy who's willing to go there, it, it usually works out pretty well. well. I was going to ask you about that. With a running back, a, a, they want the ball. They want to run the green. They want to be the superstars. How much of it is a want to with any running back when it comes to pass protection? I, I mean, I wouldn't want to do it personally. <laughs> <Wouldn't>. <laughs> but, I mean, you wouldn't want to, but you've got to. I mean, you have to, yeah. I mean, I, me personally, if I was running back, I probably wouldn't want to. It's what I do, though. So, I mean, obviously, I don't judge very much. But, um, man, if I had just gotten done running the ball and, and was trucking people and carrying people and pushing piles and stuff, I definitely wouldn't want to step up and hit a linebacker who probably weighs about 20 pounds more than you. Not a, not a good deal, man. It's very understandable. What about if we reversed roles and you carried the ball a couple of times? I'd be pretty tired, probably. Hey, you uh, didn't you jump on another fumble? How many fumbles have you recovered in your time at Tennessee? I think two. Yeah, two, two, two now. Pretty good ones too. Man. They they were significant. The LSU one, the LSU one was obviously more significant because the game went our way. But um, yeah, that was a big time fumble because that could have changed the game a lot. It was a, I think we were only on like the 15 yard line, something like that when I recovered it. Uh, are you talking about the LSU one or the, the LSU? Well, both, honestly, both were in like the same spot. 
Yeah, I noticed that too. It's kind of deja vu. So the last one was in the Citrus Bowl, correct? No. So I had uh, it was the okay. LSU game last year, and then Missouri this past year. Wait, did I did I recover one in the Citrus Bowl too? I'm gonna trust you instead of me. I think it was. I think it. Maybe I'm thinking of the Missouri game. What's it? Uh, when's the last time that you touched the football when you were supposed to? Uh, the last, the last offensive play of Iowa. Probably. Oh, I don't. I mean, not as a snapper. As a... oh, dude, never. I think one time. I think there was no joke. I think there was one time when I was in my freshman year here, and they let me play tight end. Obviously, I played tight end most of the year my freshman year, and they put in a package for me to to uh to have a route and like maybe catch the ball, and. I remember not knowing anything about it until about 20 minutes before practice because I was just probably not doing my due diligence as an 18-year-old kid and, you know, not as in-depth with my my football as I should have been. So I messed that up. I think he called the play, and I ran the wrong route, and it was done with that. So (laughs) So this is a a freshman, though, but were you – were you allowed to? I I know with little league they put like the, did they have the big X? We had, yeah, we we had the X on our helmet. Kate had an interception that he returned for like forty yards, and they called it back because he was over the weight limit. Wait, I didn't know they could call it back on defense. I didn't. Yeah, man, can't okay. carry the ball if you're that big. It's a danger to the okay. kids. So, did you ever touch the ball other than being a center when you were supposed to in high school? You're saying offense then, right? Yes, offense. No, no. I've had a, I had an interception one time, but tell me how that played out. Somebody like hit the quarterback as his arm was coming forward, and I snatched it out of the air. I guess you would call it more of a strip sack fumble kind of thing, but who knows, man? Fair enough. I'll take what I can get. Fair enough. Okay, so I thought in the last couple of months. In December, not sure what Cooper's going to do. Not sure what John Campbell is going to do. Not sure if they'll get help uh, via the transfer portal. You and I've talked about Jalen Hurd, so that's the case. Kind of in the past couple of months, it's gone from that your offensive line could be a concern to could be a real, real team strength. How do you view it? I would view it just how you said it, probably. I think you're pretty pretty on point with that. I think it would be really good. How good do you think you guys can be? So good. I mean, <laughs> I think we would be really good. I don't. I mean, I think we got we got a lot of experience, and there's we got we got to get some stuff right. But I mean, I think we got a really good chance to be to be a good O line. As far as um, running the football. You guys take a lot of pride in that. When when you see other offenses that may be high tempo, that may throw the ball around a lot, that may be more finesse. I mean, when you see those, you say to yourself, "That's that's not really us," because you do take pride in running the football. I'm glad. I'm glad people are talking about it because I, I I feel like most people thought that we were like a passing a passing team or something. I don't know. It, it seemed like people thought we were like a finesse squad for these last few years since Heifel's got here. But 
realistically, I don't know if you saw the stat. I think we were the first team to run for 2,500 in three years in a row in program history, right? I didn't see that stat, but I wouldn't – that I would think that would be right. Well, right. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you the stat. I think it was 2,500 yards, wow. and we averaged over 200 yards a game for three years straight. It's the first time it's ever been done in program history. And, you know, that's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty stout, man. My dad played with, with some really good dudes where I think they had four, four all SEC O-linemen on the same O-line had a stable of running backs. And then they obviously didn't do what we've done. So. Yeah, no, I, I, that's a pretty incredible stat. When you, when you post two bills, on another team, how good do you feel that night when you run for over 200 yards? I mean, you got to be like, that was dominating. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, Kentucky, really, Kentucky and Texas A&M were like the two, some of the, probably the two funnest games of the season, just for that sole reason, because we just ran all over them and they couldn't do anything to stop it. You know, I think Texas A&M at the time, people thought they had the number one defense or number one front seven and in all of college football, and we ran for like, 220 or something. I'm not really sure. But Jalen Wright had seven yards of carry, you know, throughout the whole season. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, you got to take a slight shift in the running backs that are behind you uh, because Jalen did leave and Jabari Small is gone. And I understand that being running backs, there's, there's not a lot of not a lot of time that you can play that position. Um as far as working with chemistry with new running backs, is that a thing or do you just pretty much do what you do? Um, at this point, I kind of just do what I do and they kind of. Um, just to you? Yeah, kind of. I was trying to figure a way I'd phrase that out. But, um, yeah, I mean, I I, I kind of am pretty conscientious of where I need to leverage blocks and, and where they need to go. So, I mean – if they know what they're doing, then they'll realize that I know what they're doing as well because I'm I'm everything I do is in relation to the ball and where the ball is going to be. So at this point, I, I think they kind of trust me and trust where I where I go. Yep, absolutely. He is uh, Cooper Mays. The Vol Report brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning. Go to cityheatandair.com. You can trust them. Integrity matters. 50 years in Tennessee. For Coop, I'm Dave. This has been a presentation of Off the Oak Sports.